picture a life where every financial decision that you make is a step towards wellness, not away from it. Where money matters doesn't spell out stress, but instead it signifies strength, savvy, and confidence. A life where your financial well-being is nurtured just like your physical and mental health, where each dollar is treated with the same care as a heartbeat. This isn't just about a budget or the size of a paycheck. There's more to true financial self-care. And this isn't a privilege just reserved for a select few. It's within your grasp and available for you starting now. You are listening to Her Dinero Matters, the podcast helping Latinas have increased confidence and control over their finances. My name is Jen Hempel, and as an accredited financial counselor, my mission is to help you be more confident and simplify your finances so you can save more, get out of debt quicker, and build your wealth. This episode is brought to you by Cash App. You probably have heard over and over the buzzword of self-care, which is important. But because this podcast is about finances, we are going to talk about financial self-care. Integrating financial self-care in your life is what's going to help you minimize stress, gain financial confidence, and navigate those life surprises like the reina that you are. Today, I'm going to share with you what my life looked like without financial self-care and why that needed to change. I'm also going to share with you four areas of financial self-care that you can't ignore. And then I'm going to share with you how to choose, how to focus on which area do you need to hone in on. Financial self-care wasn't always present in my life. There was a time in my life where even though in my mind I was careful with money, I did. there were some areas I did struggle with. And here's what my life looked like in managing our money. Here is essentially what I was doing. Paying the bills, paying the credit card off in full every month, saving and reading some personal finance books. It sounds pretty legit, right? All the things that I was doing and there's nothing wrong with what I was doing. All those things were good things. So what needed to change? The thing is, even though we were doing good things, that only got us so far. And in getting us so far as a person who was managing our finances, it got to a point that I felt stuck where we weren't progressing, where we were making little steps, but all those little steps over all the time that we were making those little steps, things weren't budging. It was just a stagnant line. There wasn't progress. It was just literally looked very stagnant. And maybe you are finding yourself in a similar spot and thinking that this is me too. This is exactly what I'm dealing with. Let's be real again. Let me tell you what I was not doing. I wasn't, even though my husband and I had conversations about our goals, we weren't really mapping out our goals. We were just saying this is what we were wanting to do, but we didn't really have a clear plan as to a a clear written plan that is as to how we were going to get there. 
And let's be real, here's what I was not doing. Even though my husband and I had conversations about our financial goals and we knew what we wanted to achieve, we didn't have a clear written plan of how to get there. And in addition, we didn't really have a real budget. We just essentially, we thought we had a budget, but essentially we had a checklist to pay the bills. It wasn't like a checklist like you think of a checklist. It was a spreadsheet in the form, a checklist in the form of a spreadsheet. Let's just say that. So how should we define financial self-care? There's no financial self-care defined (laughs) in a dictionary as of yet. But how I would define financial self-care, it's a practice of those things, of those actions, of those habits that we need to create that's going to take care of our financial health. That's going to help us keep moving forward. And we're going to talk more about what those things look like in a moment. When you incorporate financial self-care, it helps you establish a positive relationship, a positive mindset around money. It's going to help you build confidence when you're making those financial decisions, and you're just going to feel good about your future. In my perspective, there are four areas of financial self-care the emotional or the mental area, the physical area, the prioritizing yourself area, and the growth area when where you're learning. Let's talk about the emotional or mental side of financial self-care. What does this look like? These can be like money confidence check-ins where you simply check in with yourself and ask yourself on a scale of one to 10, how confident do you feel around money right now? Is it a one, meaning not confident at all? Or is it a 10 where you're like, I am killing it with my personal finances. So you want to check in every once in a while because that confidence is going to fluctuate just like everything else. It's going to fluctuate. And if you're not aware of it, you're not able to change it and do something to feel more confident. So it's good to do those uh, money confidence check-ins. It's real quick and simple to do. Another part of this can be mindset, just similar to the money confident ones, your mindset check-ins. And that is essentially what is what kind of thoughts are creeping into your mind when it comes to finances or handling your money. Are they thoughts of scarcity? Are they thoughts of we don't have the money? Are they are those thoughts are like we can't afford it? Are the thoughts that are creeping in saying things like we're always going to be broke? Are they saying things like we're going to be in debt forever? What are those thoughts that are creeping in look like? Because if they are those that I just mentioned, those are some thoughts that we need to get rid of. So those thoughts that come into your mind can don't have to be always negative. They can be things where you're confident around money, where you're thinking positively around money. But the essential thing is you need to know what is creeping in your mind, what is continuously popping in your mind. Because if it's something that doesn't serve you, you got to put that thought in check. That way you can really focus on progress versus having those negative thoughts hold you back. Another part of your mental, emotional side of this area is really understanding your story, your money story, how you were brought up around money, what you saw, what you heard, what you experienced, because understanding that money story can help you really look at if you're living that past money story in the present, if you're repeating some of those cycles. So for example, 
if you heard a lot of, we can't afford it, we don't have the money, and you're continuing to repeat that money story in the present, that's going to hold you back. So you have to have an understanding of your money story so you can create a new, if you if need be, so you can create a new money story that serves you, that can continue to propel you forward instead of holding you back. The last aspect of this is being able to communicate with your partner about your financial wants and needs because in a partnership, yes, there's a union and in that partnership. And yes, there's things, there's um, financial goals, but there's that are that you have together. But there are some individual things that you want, right? Whether, uh, whatever that may be. And so you want to be able to communicate that uh, with your partner, especially those things that cost money, uh, and so that way you can make sure that you integrate it in your financial plan and your budget. So it's real, that's essential. So that's the emotional and mental area of financial self-care. The second area is the physical and the physical is really what we most focus on. So that's the budgeting, paying the bills, uh, money check-ins are really important where you sit down and really look at what's going on with your money, creating financial goals. So these are things that you hear of. Also checking your progress is something that's important as a part of your financial self-care, but people don't do it enough. So that's in the physical aspect of this. And also you need to review and adjust your plan. So in the physical area of financial self-care, we definitely do have a good bit of episodes on different areas. And a really good tip is if you go to the show notes of this episode, on the right-hand side, you're going to see a search bar. In there, just put a topic, whether budget uh, or financial goals or whatever. Put that the topic that you're searching, and that search bar serves as this podcast's Google search. Not as fancy and not as and not as tech advanced, but um, that's going to help you find some other episodes because we have ton of episodes. If there's a topic that you're not seeing, just make sure to DM me. And in the show notes, there are also some suggestions that are related to the topic we're speaking to. So that is the physical area. Now, the next area, you're probably, you're like, what? But this is important. The next area is really about prioritizing yourself. <laughs> Listen, we have to also prioritize ourselves. It's not selfish. There's nothing wrong with prioritizing ourselves. In fact, when we prioritize ourselves and take care of ourselves, we can do other good things for others because we're, we already took care of ourselves. But unfortunately, we are good about putting ourselves last. So that's why I felt like prioritizing ourselves is an area in financial self-care. Because if you take care of yourself, you are happy. You are able to take care of your finances easier. That's just how it goes, right? So how do you do this? Besides doing all the health and you know eating well and exercise and everything, I suggest that you budget in stuff that you like for you. How does that fit in your budget? Yes, if you like to go to the spa, if you like to get uh, manicures and pedicures, think about those important things that are things that are important for you. See how you can fit those in. 
that is taking care of your stuff. Because when you are being fulfilled in those things that are important for you, things are, life is just going to be easier. You're going to be happier. You're going to be more apt to do other things that you need to do for your finances. And also a part of this, besides just budgeting in things and figuring out how you can do those fun things for you, you want to be able to prioritizing yourself is also about visualizing and writing how you want to retire, how you want your uh, future to be. Creating a dream budget and you can learn more about a dream budget in episode 133. So check that out. Prioritizing yourself is super, super important. So make sure that you look into that. It's not selfish. It's about taking care of you, fulfilling yourself, and that way you are more apt to where you're content with yourself, where you have a feeling of fulfillment, you are also more apt to uh, to be able to concentrate on other things, if that makes sense. The fourth area of financial self-care is just growth when you learn. And that's really is just looking at the trends, you know, taking some time to look at the trends of your spending. What does that look like? And what does that mean in this particular season in your life? Take time to do that and also learn something new about finances, whether it's a book from a book or from a podcast like you're doing at this very moment. So at this very moment, you're actually practicing financial self-care in the growth and the learning area of financial self-care. So you're probably wondering, okay, you've talked about multiple things. Do, where do we start? Where do I start? Do I need to do all the things? No, you absolutely don't need to do all the things. Where do you start is trusting yourself, thinking about what it is that you need right now in this season in your life. Also thinking about where you're at in your personal finance journey, because the reality is you've probably be doing some, you're probably already doing some things that you're doing well. So those things that you're doing well, you don't need to focus on. Think about the things that maybe you aren't doing, some of the things that I discussed earlier that maybe you're not doing and seeing what would make the most difference. You don't have to do all the things, just start with one and seeing what would make the most difference for you in this season in your life. So what did you think? I hope that you found these areas of financial self-care helpful. I hope that you implement uh, some of these things because I get it. I know there's a lot of things that are going on in your life right at this very moment. Some days are fantastic and some days are challenging. I get that. When it comes to our finances, the way to get out of that overwhelm that we feel is to incorporate some sort of financial self-care. You choose what you focus on, trust your instincts. The faster you act, the faster that feeling of overwhelm will diminish. Just like Walter Anderson says, nothing diminishes anxiety faster than action. Next week on the podcast is a surprise. And that's my way of saying I'm still working on it because as always, I like it to keep it real with you. Bueno pues, that is everything. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Her Dinero Matters. I appreciate you. You can check out the show notes over at jenhemphill.com forward slash 374. That is jenhemphill.com forward slash 374. Remember that being a reina of your money starts now simply by claiming it. I believe in you and so should you. Nos hablaremos el próximo jueves. Ciao. Thank you.